Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 323. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Alfred Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and check out our sports podcast right after this. Got some good stuff uh, to get into. Uh, we're going to play a couple of uh, celebrity games, but before we do, Tony's going to talk to us about golf. Yeah, so uh, just uh, go over briefly my weekend. I got uh, lucky on Friday and uh, yesterday on Monday. I got to be in uh, two different golf tournaments. Uh, <clears throat> LIV golfer. Uh, no, no, the one in the tournament in North Carolina. Yeah, no, this Fargo. was in the States. One was in Tustin. One was in, I guess, Placentia area. And, uh, you know, the luxury of it is that, you know, I get to golf. It beats, you know, working a full day. But uh, then, you know, there's like the whole setup thing that can be kind of a pain in the ass. And that's what uh, me and an uh, old friend of the podcast, Wrecking Ball Joe, had to do. And Monday was an absolute shit. I mean, I'm sorry. Friday was the absolute shit show because we get to the course and we're told somebody's going to help us. Nobody's helping us. And then at one point, we finally get somebody to help us. And this is about 30 minutes before we're even supposed to tee off. So at this point, we've missed the putting contest. We, you know, the food truck is almost already out of there. And this this guy comes over to help us. We load the majority of the stuff on. It was one of those like John Deere tractors that fits like, or golf carts that fits like six people. And we throw all our shit on there, and then all of a sudden he's just like, Oh, wait, never mind. I can't take you guys. And it's like, okay, buddy, we're gonna we tee off in like 20 minutes. Our hole is right fucking there. I can see the hole. You're taking us. And he's just like, Oh, yeah, okay, fine. I'll take you guys, but then I'm gonna need someone else to take the rest. Obviously, I didn't say that colorfully to him, but I did say, it. and then this was one of my favorite parts of that day was I'm in a bad mood at this point, too, because I it's stressful because we're having to go through all this and then it's like I just want it to be done so we can get set up so we can actually finally relax have some drinks play some golf and this guy comes up to us and it's we're outside of our tropical plaza truck and it's one of the older beat up ones because that was the one that had a big enough truck bed to uh fit all our shit and old front of the pod again wrecking ball joe is standing there I'm standing there and then my dad who actually happens to live on this golf course was there so he's standing there and we're all <clears throat> hanging out and this tall dude, probably six, five or whatever, six, six, but foreign, not from here, like somewhere in Europe comes over and just looks at us. He's like, Hey, can you guys help me bring my stuff to my coal? And before he could even talk a little bit more, I'm like, we don't work here, dude. And he's just like, he was kind of stunned. Like he was brought back that he was like, so like convinced that we worked there. And I was like, we don't work here. We're in the golf tournament too. We're trying to do the same thing you are. And he's just kind of like, Oh, okay. But he was just offended. But the running joke after that was that he saw Joe, who was a Hispanic man, and just assumed uh, that he was he was working and just was trying to get him to help him. And it was just like, so that was kind of a running fun joke throughout the rest of the day. But the day got better. You know, I made a, a nice long putt, which is nice. always nice because the rest of my shots suck. Uh, <clears throat> and then uh, quickly fast forwarding to uh, yesterday, we're at a tournament again. And then this was just, again... Just absolute chaos to begin it. Joe and I have to go set up the the hole again. And we don't even have anybody working it this time. But, you know, producer Luke, also old friend of the podcast, was adamant that we needed to have a tent up with our plaques on it and some business cards and shit like that. And it's like, okay, whatever. Whatever's going to make the boss happy, right? That's what we got to do. And so, <clears throat> of course, 
uh, as we're getting ready to drive, Joe's driving. I've never, I've been to this golf course like once. And so I don't know where anything is by heart. And Joe's like gets a phone call from a customer <laughs> and <laughs> he's on the phone with the customer. And then it's to the point where like, he's just kind of like, Hey, you drive, you drive, but he's not telling me he's just using no words. He just got up out of the cart. And I'm like, dude, what's going on? Like, I don't know where I'm going. I can't set this shit up by myself. And then he just like finally indicates like, Hey, no, you drive. I'll get in the car. So we're in, I'm driving, getting ready to drive. And I'm asking uh, Luke and this other guy that works there, like, Hey, where is this at? And he said, go straight, but go left. So I took that way too literal. So I went straight and where straight took me was drove into a pond. No, it was past the check-in line to the parking lot, past the clubhouse. And I'm going through these areas where you can tell a golf cart is not allowed. Like I'm kind of weaving through in and out of like these little, like narrow walkways that lead to the very front of the entrance. And as I'm almost there, and then also mind you, this was for a high school golf event. So somebody's there dressed as the mascot, which is a Lancer. So I guess it's like, I don't know. He was dressed as like, you know, Troy or something from like, yeah, a knight. And the mascots in front of us. And then I'm just sitting there and all of a sudden this guy just runs out of the clubhouse and he goes, Hey, Hey, what are you doing? I'm like, we got to go to whole 10. He's like, no, not this way. He's like, I'm surprised you even got this far. And I'm like, Oh, and then sure enough, because it's one of those nicer golf courses. I got drove about another foot. And then all of a sudden beep, beep, beep. And the golf cart just shut down. So the only way you can move it at that point is reverse. So now I'm supposed to try to reverse in a narrow way and i i don't make the turn and then it won't go straight so now we're just we're actually stuck and this guy is just baffled at this point because you know this is a this is a private course i mind you so they're not used to this kind of shenanigans happening and he ends up saying he's like hold on a second so he's able to go inside the clubhouse and type on the computer to do whatever he had to do to make it so i had access to now go as far as i wanted he's like just go straight and he's like it's to the left and so he did that so then the other funny thing about that was then as uh, after the tournament, when we had to go pick it up, uh, going to the 10th hole, uh, you had to go under a tunnel, like a you know 50 foot tunnel or whatever. And it says on the sign on the other side that, you know, you make way for oncoming traffic. And we learned the reason why that is. So as we're in the tunnel, all the, these three carts start coming towards us. And instead of stopping and making way for oncoming traffic, Wrecking Ball Joe decides to uh, go a little to the right so that we could all pass at the same time. And he didn't account for the fact that the reason why it says that is because the tunnel's not big enough to the right to support how tall the cart is. And all of a sudden, just the top of the golf cart just scratches and just makes this loud noise. And this woman in the other golf cart just screams. And we are just, you know, at this point too, we've had some beer. So it's like, we're just like, and we're so over the day that we're just laughing and we don't, we don't care anymore at this point, but the golf cart wasn't too damaged. I'm sure it was scratched up, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, golf tournaments can be fun, but they can also be a little chaotic. So I just wanted Needless to, to say there's a picture of your face with Joe's in the clubhouse and you're not. Yeah. Back. And that's the other funny thing too, is cause it's like, we weren't at like, you know, some public golf course where it's like, you know, $25 around where people you're used yeah. to shit like that going on. People I mean, this is a flops and a tank top. Yeah. This is a private course where, uh, you do need uh, the only way you're allowed there is being a member and then you're allowed like, you know, two guests a month or some shit like that. So uh, I've gotten to golf that course Show three times decorum. actually now, but, but uh, it's, uh, it's, I don't know. It was just kind of funny stuff. So I just wanted to, you know, share just a random entertaining story since this is entertainment Pretty and uh, we were entertained. Yeah, very but, much. Uh, 
Yeah, that's that. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, I have prepared two uh, potential games. If you guys want to play both or one or whatever, uh, you tell me. Let's, so I'm we, down for we, both. We kind of touched on this last show, I believe. I don't remember who, but we tried. Oh, Jamie Fox. We tried to guess his age, and so I have. Just uh, a few uh, names of celebrities where you're going to guess their age. But then I also have, beyond that for their age, how many kids they have for some of them. That's two games. Um, you tell me. I'm, I'm down yeah, for let's do it. Yeah, because do it. So in honor of one of them, and we'll start with this because this will be easy. Tony already said it. Um, guess the age and how many kids Robert De Niro has. Oh, well, I do know the answer to that. And uh, so seven. Oh, oh, okay. Well, do you remember what I said earlier? It was like 78. I believe he's 78 and he's about to have his seventh kid or did have a seventh kid. Okay. Is that accurate, Sean? I show 79 with, yeah, he, okay. it was uh, in the news today of his seventh kid. So was, I saw his oldest child is 46 years old. Yeah. That so makes sense. Pretty big age gap. Yeah. Like uh, that's, oh, that's, yeah. I don't know, man. That's weird to me. I don't really think I like that too much. <laughs> no, it's not. Humanity wasn't built for that. But. Yeah, I mean, that's just fucked up for the kid, too. Like, this kid's literally going to grow up without a father. And then he's going to see all these videos or, you know, see who his father was and be like, man, I wish I could have met him. Yeah. We'll be on a lot Sonny of... Sonny Carleone. So. All right. Um, next one. And so the way I have this, the larger list of about six or so of these are kids and their age. And then about four of them are just their age. Cause they don't necessarily have like a ridiculous amount of kids. Uh, Michael Shannon, just guess his age. 50 even. Um, Oh, Tony just well, took a sip of that beer. Didn't he? I, I did. Mm, smoke. Yeah. I'm just gonna really quickly. We, we're drinking these 15% beers that are, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. I'm drinking. Okay. Andy's drinking a 15%. We beer. have a shot glass of it. Yeah. But it's enough to. It's. I know. I'm excited to see Andy in about a half hour. Yeah. It's remarkably bourbon on the way in and then on the way out. It's like down. It's just a beer. Yeah. Um, I will guess 61. Oh, wow. So he is 48. He oh. looks older, though, for some reason. I would agree. All right. Um, this he one. He was in a. Uh, Groundhog Day. Was he really? He was just a he was just a boy. Yeah, interesting. He was like in high school or something. Wasn't he also in uh, that Christmas movie? Oh yeah, like the night before. He's the guardian yeah, angel he's, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this That's one. Funny. This guy's in the news for this like bi monthly. So um, keep that in mind, I suppose. How old is Nick Cannon, and how many kids does he have? Oh, okay. I know his is ridiculous. Or should I say, how many has he sired? So, I'm gonna I, say he's 41 years old. And he has 11. I'm going to say he's 43 and he has 14. That's pretty kids. close on both of you. And I'm honestly surprised this guy survived in Hollywood after making that uh, high school cop movie where he drives an ATV <laughs> on the beach in Malibu or something. Because that was just god awful. But he is 42 and uh, he has 12 kids. No, we were close with yeah, like right six or eight different moms. So yeah. he he was actually just on a uh, the podcast with uh, our podcast. No, uh, Stephen Jackson and uh, Matt Barnes, and they straight up asked him if he knew the names of all of them. Yeah, he's <laughs> and keep he a said list. he he said he did. And Stephen Jackson was 
I think he's got like seven or eight, he said, and he was saying, he's like, it does get difficult. And it's like, dude, how does it get difficult? It shouldn't be difficult. There is a guy, he's not on this list, but I saw this news report, I don't know, a couple months back in like India, I think, who he's in his like 60s or 70s and he has over 100 kids. And he flat out says in this video, he's like, I don't know all their names. He's like, they'll have to tell me. He's like, I wish I didn't have so many kids. It's very expensive. (laughs) Just a regular like farmer or some shit. But yeah, so Nick Cannon. What about that Vince Vaughn movie? Yeah, yeah. No one ever saw. But these yeah. are with just you know a handful of women in, in real life. All right, um, let's go back to a non-kid, uh, but how old is Vin Diesel? Mark Sinclair, how old is oh, he? Oh, he is 50. He's been bald for forever. Um, Let me see, Vin Diesel, Vin Diesel. The first... Ru- what's it? What are they called? Rush movies? What are the, the race hour? car movies called? Fast and, Furious. Fast and Furious. The first Fast and Furious movie I think came out in 1965. So he's been in movies before that too. He was pretty good uh, actually um, in Boiler Room. Hold on, I'm I'm going to try to get this for real. I think 46. Andy, you said what? 50? Yeah. What did you say? 50. He is 55. Ooh, okay, he's an older. Wow, that's impressive. I'm pretty sure his character plays of, uh, 31. Dominic name. Toretto. Yes, he's 31 <laughs> years old. It's crazy. All right, uh, let's go back to another fun one here. This guy is also in the news quite a bit, and sometimes just for the number of kids he has, uh, among other things. Alec Baldwin, kids and age. Um, I'll go with 71 years old. But actually, that's probably high. Um, I'll stick with it, though, because I already said it. I committed. I'm going to say five kids. I will say Alec Baldwin is 63, and I will say he has six kids. Is that your final answer, Tony? (laughs) Yes. He is 65 with eight. Damn. So did he only have the one before this, this new marriage? I don't know that the one for he, a fact, but that the one might he, be true. And I also there's don't the, believe that this um, lady who pretends to be Hispanic does any of the, uh, you know, building of the kid the in her body. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, I knew they had multiple, but, like, he had the kid with Kim Basinger that he called a pig, remember? Yeah. That was a famous thing. Is that um, Ireland Baldwin? I think so. I think that's right. So, yeah, there you go. All right, this one is a... Uh, it threw me for a loop just because of the show, but how old is Charlie Day? Hmm. Hmm. Well, if wow. you're saying it threw you for a loop, that means he's either going to be like, I don't know. Um, well, on the show, you're like, oh, they're probably 30. Don't say it. Yeah, yeah. No. I would say 49. Oh, we're not guessing he doesn't have a kid? No, he's just... Uh, um, I'm going to guess... That he is forty-seven, I guess. Jonah Katz on the nose, forty-seven years old. Oh, very good, very good. Pulled that one out of nowhere. All right, because well, I was still like, there was, I was still a little skeptic that you were going to be like, he looks forty-four, but really he's only thirty-five. Just life's well, been it's rough. It's just funny that like their whole show revolves about around them being just degenerates who run a bar <clears throat> and and like Kramer's universe where they don't actually make any money yet they have plenty of it because of their dad or Frank. But yeah, yeah. forty-seven years old. All right, Thank now this is go. going back to kids and age, and these will just continue to be more fun. I think. Um, 
Mick Jagger. Oh my God. Of the Rolling Stones. I'm going to say he's 78 years old and he has nine kids. I'll say Mick Jagger is. What did you say? 79? Eight. 78? I mean, I'll say Mick Jagger is 81 and has five kids. You guys are both close, close with age, and Andy is close with uh, kids. He is 79 with eight kids. He just had a kid yeah. um, maybe two or three <laughs> years ago. So pretty, pretty good. Yeah, I went a little too high there just because I know the stones were formed in the 60s, right? So they got big. I, I mean, that was then, yeah. 60 probably, years ago. They were just young people, though. Yeah, yeah I guess that's true. But you're like 17, 18, 19 years old. And it was probably late 60s, too. I feel like they were close. Or was it not late 60s? No, they were they were around by like, like 63, 64. Oh, wow. Damn. All right, this is the last just age, no kids. Uh, and then we have two more with age and kids. Keanu Perfect. Reeves. Oh, I love this guy. Keanu Reeves is like, I'm going to say 58. I'm going to say Keanu Reeves is 54. Off-road Andy's on the nose, 58. Whoa, very good. You should have known that. How many Keanu Reeves movies have you seen this year? <laughs> I'm just I'm looking at six of at them right here in his little box uh, set. Joe um, would have, Joe would have, that would have been a good one to try to call in Joe. He would have been like, like the, oh, you mean John I'd Wick? Like to phone a friend. They show his ID but in episode one. I got at least Keanu, eight Keanu Reeves movies out there. Yeah. Because there's four Matrix, three John Wick, and a Speed out there as well, too. So, That's, yeah. Well, I can't see them all. Like, you don't have them categorized yeah, by, the uh, you know, actor. By Keanu Reeves. Yeah. You should. They don't have Bill Ted on 4K. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Constantine. What about this one? Mel Gibson, age and kids. Ooh. Mel Gibson is 68 with. Five kids? Um, no. What did you say, 68? Yeah. I'll say Mel Gibson is... Older. Shit, this is tough. You know what? The number is yelling at my head. I'm not trying to play prices right here, Andy, but I'm going to say Mel Gibson is 69 with seven kids. Both close, but 67 with nine I feel like he's never in the news for the number of kids he has, which I guess is a good thing because he, he, he's... He had them all in Australia yeah. before. Or he's just... Is he Australian? Oh, yeah. Does he speak with an Australian accent? Yes. Is that oh, true? Definitely. Mel <laughs> Gibson? Shot what? Him, no. <laughs> what? Are you guys serious right now? I didn't know that. <laughs> Mel... He speaks with an Australian accent in Lethal Weapon. Yeah, but no one knows why, and it goes in and out of the show, I thought. <laughs> I didn't know that. I mean, he doesn't speak with an Australian accent in Braveheart. Because he's Scottish. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> All right. In Mad Max, it's in Australia. I never saw that one. Time. Well, there's well Andy, you things, get brownie so. points for that one then. All right, we're going to close it out with uh, DMX. Deceased. Yeah, this is kind of a trick question, <laughs> I guess. Hell? But how yeah. old was he when he passed? And how many kids does he have? So the only reason we must have been doing this one was for the kids. 48 and 8. I'm going to say when he passed away, he was like 52 and he had uh, 11 kids. So passed away at age 50 and he has 15. Wow, we were right in the middle. I knew the only reason Sean took that one was because of the kids. He wouldn't be asking us how old a dead guy is if it wasn't relevant for the kids. 
the kids had to, and that was our grand finale. 15 kids. That's the most. Well, I also Sean, threw, I, 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 I mixed them all up a little bit with Nick Cannon towards the front because I didn't want to just keep going yeah. up. I was waiting for you to fuck with us on one and be like, name this guy and his kids. And it was going to be what? like, you know, 74 and yeah, zero kids <laughs> or like, yeah, one kid. Like that's what actually kind of, I weirdly thought when you said Mick Jagger, I was like, Sean's going to try to throw us for a curveball at some point. I think here. I talked about him on this pod a, a few years ago. He had that last kid. He was probably seven. He might've been even 78. Maybe it was just last year. I don't know. Time goes weird lately, but with like a 30 something year old ballerina, he had a kid with. Interesting. But, yeah. Good to know, know that all works and everything. Yeah, well, it works for guys. I don't think you're going to have any women that are, you know, 90 having a kid. It's fascinating stuff. Yeah, so there you go. You learned a little bit about a bunch of celebrities. Uh, All right. There is also a news story. I don't know if you guys watched it over the weekend, but uh, a new king was crowned over there on that little island that used to run the world of uh, Great Britain. We have a new king. They have a new King Charles. Did you guys watch? I did not. Well, he's always been king. He just hasn't had a crown. Mm. He was I don't know how it works, uh, but. crowned, and he's now officially... The coronation happened. Um, yeah. They have all sorts of weird names. He was the Prince of Wales, and then like the king-in-waiting or something. I, I don't know, but it happened. I watched some of it just because it was kind of fun to see the uh, place I was at a few months ago. And uh, yeah, the red-headed kid wasn't really invited. Um he got to go without well, his wife, yeah, and then he there. left immediately. Yeah. He didn't get to go on the balcony, which I guess was a big deal. Um, and he was in what they called the cheap seats. So turns out if you yeah. shit on your family in front of the world, they don't really respect you a whole lot anymore. I don't know. Can you imagine if my dad was king? I'd just fucking talk so much shit and give a shit. Oh, I don't know. It's dumb. <laughs> but yeah, I was thinking, I was like, oh yeah, he has a rough relationship with his grandpa. And then I'm like, oh fuck, no, that's his dad. I'm like, those guys are fucking old. Yeah. Um, Weird. He is 74, I believe. He just got crowned. Um, so, hey, it's never too late to do something you, you're, you really want to do, you know? Nobody wants oh, boy. that. All right, well, um, yeah, that's uh, some fun stuff. And They'll have new currency over there. The queen, I don't know if it's already happened or not, but she used to be the face of their money, and obviously now he's the face of the money. So Awful. That's terrible. Oh, interesting. Bad news for everyone. All right, Andy, maybe you'll have more details on this than I do, but I wrote down the main thing that I I read out of this. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 6 is projected to cost between $1 and $2 billion to make between uh, building it and developing it and marketing it. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, these things take forever to make now, so that <laughs> seems reasonable. But it's also going to, you know, make six yeah. billion dollars or something. Although, are the video is the yeah, video I'm game sure market as big as it was in early two thousands? Oh, it bigger, is. Okay. Yeah. I don't know because everyone aged up. So when we were younger, like nobody in their thirties really played video games. But now that we are older, it's the market goes all the way to people like much older. So, and those people have more money. Okay. Well, there you have it. You know when that is supposed to come out? Uh, the year twenty thirty-five. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They take a long time. Okay. 
All right, well, let's get into some movie uh, and TV discussions. Uh, Yellowstone is uh, concluding uh, after this part two, which is uh, due to uh, be released around November time. But more spinoffs will be uh, happening, just probably not with uh, Kevin Costner, who also got divorced potentially over the show. Yeah, I mean, he could have been on your list because I saw something like he has like seven kids. I mean, I, I could have pretty much people. taken any celebrity. It seems like they all have a bunch of kids. Yeah. Well, because they always get married twice, so they have twice as many yeah. kids. And they have the money to, to do it. Yeah. You have your old family and you have your young family, right? what my grandfather always told yes. me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, like there's all these stories about Costner doesn't want to do it. He's being difficult. Oh, we've been reporting them on the show. And I mean, any of those yeah. speculation or not, if they continue to you know surface, they're never good. Even if the studio's like, no, what are you talking about? Everything's great. He came over for lunch. He's, we're good. But yeah, it sounds like the, uh, the plan here is... Yellowstone will end, but Yellowstone 2 will begin like immediately. So uh, basically the entire cast but him will do the next series, which yeah, will be a slightly different name and will be, be technically a, and legally a different be called series. Glacier. Yeah, Yellowstone, the college yeah. years, one of those type of deals. In um, that, that way, Paramount will own it fully and it won't be on Peacock. So that's that's a, an extra little bonus for them. Um, but yeah, lots going on with 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 Costner and his personal life. He's also trying to make his movie, which I think has been a big part of the interruption there. Where it's like, hey, this is the last, probably the last chance I get to direct a huge movie. So yeah. that's what I care about more than this show. So um, you could you could feel that's probably insulting to Taylor Sheridan there and be like, hey, I brought you back. And it's like he uh, never I'm, left. I'm good. I yeah, I made I made. Stuff yeah. before you were in the field of dreams. Yeah, he probably did. I'm gonna guess Taylor Sheridan's have seen Field of Dreams. Yeah, any movie that involves you know more than six feet of grass. Yeah, <laughs> you know he he's in it. All right. Well, I look forward to that ending and any show really that he does. Although for some reason the uh, the guy that got killed by or ran over by his own snowplow, his show. I'm sure it's good. I just haven't. King of Jamestown or whatever. I haven't been into it. Or I haven't given it a chance, I should say. <laughs> I think it's a different, very different thing. King of Jamestown would be, um, that's like an old British colony or something to be a king. Well, isn't it like Jamaica or something? It's mayor of Kingstown, which Kingstown is the city in Jamaica, but it's not about that city. It's a different Kingstown. Oh. Well, yeah, I don't know much about it, like I said. Well. All right. Uh, Lord of War 2. Nick Cage yeah, is so back. This is a, there's plans for a Lord of War 2 with the, the same director. He's trying to get, um, I guess, production company to sign on. Uh, yeah, with Nick Cage back. And Jared Leto. Uh, with Bill uh, Bill Skarsgård playing his son. That's that's the plan for the, for the film here. Which one is that? Is that um, the Pennywise? Yeah. So what's interesting about this is... Uh, the character he played in that movie, which I never saw, that's been on my list it's forever. Fun. I've never actually seen it. Um, the character that he plays is mostly based on a, um, I think, Russian we, or Ukrainian they just, arms. The dealer. United States just gave him back to Russia. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Victor Bout, who, uh, yeah, he was he was uh, imprisoned by He's the killed U.S. Killed more people than cancer. Uh, they trade him. 
they made a big trade. I think um, Woj reported on the trade back in December. <laughs> uh, Brittany Griner and a first rounder for Victor yeah. Bout is uh, pretty crazy. Uh, but no, that was that was reality. Is Brittany Griner is is free and back in America and back playing for Phoenix, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, we had to give up a terrible person. And now they, is that going to be part of the script of Lord of War Two? Yeah. Is that too it? Sensible? Almost writes itself, know. Andy. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. But there is a scene in that movie, since you haven't seen it, where he's obviously flying all over Africa and different parts of the world with these huge cargo planes with ammo all over the place and guns and this and that, and they have to do an emergency landing of their plane in the Sudan or wherever wherever it is, and it just shows an aerial view, and he's just talking about how overnight these you know villagers just kind of pick this thing apart like uh different animals on a carcass and they just show the plane just getting piece by piece taken apart and people just walking away with half a wing and different shit it's crazy yeah crazy very resourceful you like turn that into like a big pot or something good good metal um yeah i i liked it um but it didn't really have like a stick around kind of feel for me for those kind of movies where it's one where it's just like, eh, yeah, I'll watch this maybe in like 15 years again. If it's on, it's no con air, if you will, or anything like that, where you can just continuously watch it. Um, but it is interesting that and war dogs is the other, like kind of selling guns movie. Um, again, similar kind of like, yeah, eh, it's all right. Yeah, that one's 2000. Is it early 2000s? What yeah. is that from? It's almost 20 years old. I think it was 2005. I was say four. So, yeah, I guess overdue. But, yeah, now that he's released, it's uh, prime time. All right. Uh, what is The Life of Chuck? Uh, it is a Stephen King short story. Which, uh, those are all so big. It's going to be adapted um, by Mike Flanagan, who's done Stephen King stuff. and. Um, you know, the haunting, whatever. Yeah. The haunting series on Netflix and the midnight mass. Uh, but he has kind of ended his relationship with Netflix. Um, he'd been putting out a show a year. He still has one more out this year, um, but he has moved on from them. So he is, uh, ready to do other projects. So he's going to adapt the life of Chuck, a, a short story from a couple years ago. So Stephen King's still out there writing. Um, and it's going to be starring Tom Hiddleston and Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker himself. So, uh, Mark Hamill is actually in his new show on Netflix, which, um, yeah, it's due out sometime later this year, probably October time. That's when they like to put those out. Um, but he's done really good with the Stephen King stuff. He did, uh, Dr. Sleep and he did, um, Gerald's Game. Um, and I think he did one other King thing. I can't remember. Um, but he's definitely... Even the stuff that's not King adaptations, he brings a little bit of that uh, to his his stuff. So um, that should be good. I like that he's doing an actual movie. That'd be interesting. And not another series. All right, what about The Monkey? So uh, Stephen King, he's a, he's a big name. Oh, People boy. like to adapt his, his stories. This is another Stephen King adaptation announced today. Uh, this is a short story from 1980. So... Uh, the Monkey. Um, this is going to be directed by Oz Perkins, starring Theo James. Uh, so Oz Perkins made um, he's made a few horror movies before. Um, 
there's one that I watched that I liked. Tony watched it with me. The the black coat's daughter. It was um like the like high school girl at like the kind of like boarding school gets like left over like winter vacation there. Sounds familiar. Creepy stuff's happening. She's it's like there's like two people that get left behind at the at the school um, over the break. Um, but he is a horror royal royalty in a way. Um, his, his father is Anthony Perkins, who is um, Norman Bates. So uh, he's the son of Norman Bates, and he's uh, his brother is Kendrick a horror Perkins. director. I don't, I don't <laughs> think that's accurate, but um, yeah, I think it's interesting. Two Stephen King adaptations, but one from early career, one from modern career. That I mean, King is still so prolific. I mean, he's been off the cocaine for thirty years, yet he still. Turns out so much stuff. He's so. just the adult R.L. I mean, Stein. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's how he wants to be known as, yeah. And not the other way around. I think Stephen King owns a lot to R.L. Stein, right? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good with two new uh, real movies. Hopefully there are two theatrical movies that'll be good and exciting and I don't know, horror sells. It's a good thing. I think there's, there's a Stephen King thing coming out this summer, too. So um, even if the stories aren't great, you get a good filmmaker in there, kind of turn it around, do something. So, yeah, I, I think I have no problem with them just adapting everything he's ever written. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, talk to us about the trailer that you teased last week for Dune. Yeah. So last week there was a trailer for a trailer. Uh, which meant now there's an actual trailer for Dune Part 2 coming November 3rd. And it's pretty long, like two and a half minutes. Um, you do get your first look at Austin Butler, Elvis himself. Um, I did not know what he was going to be playing. I think he's one of the, I think, uh, Harkonnens is what they're called. And that's a uh, Dave Bautista and um, Stellan Skarsgård were, were the members of this family. Um, and they're just pale white people Does with no hair. Does he talk like Elvis still? Um, I, he didn't talk. I heard he's trailer, having a hard time shaking. But he does that. not look. Yeah, he does not look like a human being in any way. So if you're going for like, oh man, I love Austin Butler. He looks so good. Like, well, not not in this not in this film. You're not going to be. No one's going to be hanging uh, Austin Butler in Dune Two posters in their room. Uh, I might want to put surveillance on him so. if they do. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a it's a weird look, or it's a look that works for someone like Dave Bautista or Stellan Skarsgård, but. Uh, yeah, we'll see how that goes for, for Austin Butler there. Um, I didn't see any walking in there, but I, I knew you're not going to release the walk-in scenes in this trailer. You got to, yeah, you got to go and pay your money to see that film. Yeah. They know what they're doing. So, uh, that's, that's the thing I'm most looking forward to. I was like, well, what does that mean? Does he even know, does he even know where he is? Like, Christopher Walken's an older man. You put him out in the desert. Does he even know this is a movie? <laughs> I, I don't know, but I want to see it. All right. Uh, we're going to get into what we've been watching, but before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, that Tony. is T-O-N-Y. They're going to give you 65% off at checkout because they're friends of the pod. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. Plug in promo code TONY for 65% off at checkout. It is the dog leash you've been waiting for. 
All right. Um, I have nothing. Playoffs, okay. basketball. That's basically all I've well, I've watched. I'm keeping up with Succession. So, I've got three on here. I've got one, which is a continuation of what I watched last week. So, if you want to, all right, I'll, I'll do uh, this one here. Uh, this is a, a new TV series, a uh, new streaming series. I guess it's actually a month old at this point. Um, it's on Freevee, which Freevee is the Amazon free streaming service. So. You don't have to have Prime to watch it. It does have ads, but um, even the stuff with ads is not like regular TV. You know, regular TV is 22 minutes of programming and eight minutes of ads or something. Uh, these things are, you know, they're, they're tolerable. It's maybe four minutes of ads on a 30-minute program. Uh, but this show is called Jury Duty, and it is a fake reality show. Uh, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Uh, the premise is it's... Um, a reality show about a jury case. So they, they have people on, okay, we're going to interview about this case and, and film it, uh, except none of it is real, and everyone is in on it except for one person. Hmm. So there's one guy who thinks this is a real documentary they're filming about a jury, and everyone else is an actor. Uh, and it is fascinating. So um, this is created by a couple guys who worked on The Office um, and some other things, but they were like original Office writers. Um, and yeah, they said they wanted to do, what if you like put a real person in the office? If you think about how would they react to, you know, Dwight or something? Uh, so the idea, this is very much like a workplace comedy where there's a cast of wacky characters doing things. And then instead of having like Jim react to them, you have a real guy reacting to this (laughs) stuff. Um, so it is, it is have that kind of feel, but it adds an extra dimension of like, this is a real guy who's reacting to this and thinks it's it's real. Um, one of the one of the highlights is um, there's one actor that you would know, and he is playing himself. James Marsden is playing himself in this, um, so he's like, oh, "I'm James Marsden. I'm stuck doing jury duty." Um, and yeah, there's a good good little scene where um, he like tells the guy like, "Yeah, I'm I'm in the Sonic movies." And the guy's like, "Oh, I heard those are bad." <laughs> It's like, oh, like I just said that right to him. Like, I would, I don't think I'd ever say that to a, a celebrity and be like, yeah, that thing you're in is bad. But um, yeah, it's 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 quite funny. Um, I heard about this. That, so it's like the show punked, but they're not trying to prank the guy. And it is, it's a full eight episodes of this trial. So I've watched three of them so far. Wait, it's the it's, same guys getting punked the whole eight trials? Yeah, no, the eight, whole eight it's one trial. Yeah, so it's one guy who doesn't know what's going on the whole time. Oh wow. So, That's kind of funny, um, but yeah, what's what's yeah, what's interesting about it is like, <clears throat> I don't know how it worked if the guy was sucked or something, and they get him on ca- in camera and he, he's bad, but like the guy's very nice, very interested in the whole process, and very positive. So, um, but yeah, it's it's a really really cool idea, and uh, yeah, pretty funny. I mean, they 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 write good setups and stuff, like and they're writing good characters that. I mean, I don't know if it, I'm trying to think like if I was in a situation, would I believe this is a real person or not? Like, were they too weird of a character? But, you know, it works. So hmm. interesting. Do you want to do another one? Or do you want me to go? Go ahead. All right. So I've uh, I briefly talked about it last week. Uh, this show on Netflix called Haunted. And anybody that knows me knows I'm I'm into horror movies. I'm into the supernatural, especially when it's, you know, people telling their you know, real stories of stuff they've gone through. And so to refresh the people that were have listened last week or to anybody listening new this week, 
Uh, basically, it's like these people that have gone through some paranormal experiences in their lives. Uh, here they are in their later years, and they kind of sit down at a like a almost like an AA meeting with close friends and close family, and like you know, let them know this is the stuff that was going on because obviously it's a sensitive subject, whether you believe it or not, and whether you were seeing stuff like who would believe you type thing. You know, it's kind of crazy, but uh, anyway, this one was the most uh, <laughs> far out one that I've seen so far. Uh, but basically, it was this girl that was kind of a, uh, kind of a, I, don't know, I feel bad saying loser, but like kind of a loser, I guess. And she went off to like this college or whatever. Social outcast. Yeah. No, well, that was the thing. Actually, that's better because she did have bad social anxiety because she actually was on like a heart monitor thing. So she actually did suffer from like bad anxiety and like panic attacks and stuff. But anyway, she ends up being at a bar one night. And she meets some friends and this guy that would end up becoming her boyfriend and then eventually husband. And they ended up all moving in together in a, like a, you know, a year later, a few months later in a home. And it was like her and a few other of the roommates. And I think the boyfriend might've lived there too, but there was like another guy there too, or I don't know, but it was the group of friends, like four or five of them in this big home. And immediately she started kind of like feeling things or noticing things. But this is, this is the only reason I'm even bringing up this episode was because there's a scene where, and again, this is them in present day now talking about all this. And there's a scene where the other guy that lived there that was not her boyfriend, but it was her friend, saw her come into the room and uh, she's, you know, and she's got a boyfriend who is still, who lives there with them and they're all friends, but she starts like, you know, kind of trying to seduce him or something, the other guy. and Classic demon behavior. Yeah, it is. And this is seducing him, whatever, and to the point where she gets takes her clothes off. And I didn't even know this this show would show nudity. So I was, that was a pleasant surprise. Aren't these recreations though? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah but it's still like, they I don't know, Netflix. Like, yeah. I mean, you see these on like, you know, regular TV. It's like, you're not going to see nudity. So I just assumed it was something like that. But I forget, I guess it is Netflix. You're allowed to show nudity on TV shows. It's encouraged. It is encouraged. They show nudity, I think, in their commercials in like Europe. And uh, anyway... She's, you know, taking her clothes off and seduce, and this guy's obviously all about it because it's like, you know, he's like, oh well, shit, she's coming on to me. I know it's my friend's girlfriend, I guess, but whatever. And so then, a, I, I'm a, like I said, I'm gonna just describe this scene as best I can. But then all of a sudden, it's like as they're like they're making out. I think it was like the farthest it went. She like steps back and then like starts to like scale, I guess, kind of like turn it like she's like a statue that's now breaking or some shit, and then like went away and then he is obviously tripped out so he actually tells her what just happened or what he saw and then they're talking about it in this thing and all i'm thinking in my head is like are we just going to be okay with the fact that this guy was trying to bang the demon version of the, his buddy's girlfriend and i was just thrown for a loop there that was like i wasn't couldn't even think straight after that i was like we're all just going to ignore the fact that this guy was down to just bang this chick that is Living, I don't know. It was just a interesting situation. And like, those are the ones where it's like, okay, this seems more like TV than reality, but fuck, I don't know. It keeps the imagination fun, I guess. But it was, it was definitely interesting, but I do enjoy the show. If anybody wants to, uh, I'm not inviting you to watch it with me, but if, if any if you guys are at home and you're, you want to kill 27 minutes before bed. Uh, yeah, that's, that's when it gets really scary. Especially because I don't think I uh, touched, I didn't touch up on this last week and I'm going to really quick. 
But I talked about that episode where the guy would see the woman hanging in his closet. I left out a key detail in that episode. And that was uh, when he moved out with his family, uh, like six years later, the maintenance guy who was there, you know, like these apartments will have like the maintenance guy come in, make sure you didn't like, you know, make sure the lights work, make sure everything else works for the new people. He told the family like, oh, I'm surprised you guys made it this long. And at this point, this kid's 14 now. When all this stuff was happening, he was like eight. Uh, and he's like, you know, like a week after you guys moved, like a week before you guys moved in, some woman, you know, drowned her two kids in the bathtub and then hung herself in the closet here. And he, when he heard that, he was so pissed off because that meant the whole time, like his parents probably knew that his, you know, friends, parents knew that other relatives might've known that. And yet nobody told him that. And he was the one haunted by it and nobody would believe him and stuff. And so that was kind of eerie. Cause again, like, I mean, did he see what he really saw? Who knows? But I mean, again, these are true stories. I mean, like, and that shit happens, dude. People are crazy in this world. You've heard many stories about people killing their kids and then themselves. I don't pay attention. Sean, I'm sure you've heard stories like that, right? Um, yeah. Movies, no, I read about it. It happens something. in. Yeah, but I mean, it happens. I don't know, in real life, people just take a gun to the mall and fucking shoot it up. That's, that's what they do these days. Yeah, that happened recently, didn't it? Yeah. But. Well, I actually, I actually have a story about that. That's pretty uh, terrible. Okay. But, um, remind me when I talk about the last movie. Okay. Can we go? Yeah, yeah, no, okay. I think I'm done. Uh,. So I watched a movie in theaters called Sisu. It is a, uh, a Finnish movie. Uh, I saw the trailer for this before John Wick because they knew what they were doing. It's uh, got some John Wick vibes. Uh, it is uh, a movie that takes place in World War II in Finland. And a, uh, a Finnish man who's uh, he's mining for gold uh, happens to be in a, a small portion of a, the Nazi-controlled area of Finland. At this point, the Nazis are being like driven out of everywhere, all the places they've occupied. Um, the Russians have kind of banded together and allied with people. Um, but he uh, happens to uh, find a good amount of gold, which is great. And he wants to go back to his town and you know sell the gold or whatever. But comes across a, a group of the Nazis, and uh, they, they hassle him and find out about the gold and uh, from there, he's 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 on the run. They want to, they want the gold. He he wants to make sure that uh, they don't get it, and he has to resort to all kinds of crazy things. He's got to kill a bunch of Nazis. It's just a fun movie about uh, a badass guy surviving in World War II, killing shitty Nazis, and um, that's a whole lot of fun. Like that's they knew that no one would object mm -hmm. to this premise. It's like, yeah, that's cool. I'm rooting for this guy. Um, it starts out kind of re realistic and, and grounded. It goes pretty wild. We're like, I don't know if any of this is believable, but it is just, it, it's a lot of fun. And it's, it's only about 90 minutes, just moves pretty quickly. Um, I, I think it's great. And I think when it is available wider to people, and they'll see it on, if you see it on streaming services or something, like check it out. It's, even though it's a Finnish movie, uh, it's in English because the, the Nazis all speak English with you know German accents and uh, the Finnish guy just doesn't speak. He's just a silent protagonist. Um, so it's, you don't have to read any subtitles or anything. It's just a, it's a big dumb action movie with a lot of violence. Um, so what's interesting is I, I don't think I've seen too many Finnish movies, um, but there was one that I watched 
um, a few years ago, a Christmas movie. I think I think you might have watched it with me as well. Uh, the one where they like, they like find like they the oil company like drills into a mountain and then like creepy elves come out of the mountain somehow. <laughs> I don't know. That rings a bell. Okay. Um, it's called Rare Exports, and then the end like Santa's there. I think I watched that. I know I watched movie. it. Okay, I know one of you watched it, <laughs> um, but it was it was a crazy movie. I feel like I'd um, remember that. Yeah, it's it's it, so it turns out it's the same same director. So I think I've seen only two finished movies in my life, and they're, they're the same person. So very good. Um, that makes sense. He's making like crowd pleasing movies there, a movie where people have to kill crazy elves, and then a movie where you kill Nazis, which is always fun. So yeah, no, that is something yeah so that's a sisu s-i-s-u yeah, the trailers looked weird for that all right they look like what they are it's exactly what it is there's nothing in that trailer that's high I'm saying it looks weird for me okay i think you'd enjoy it <clears throat> i was thinking about it you could see like if they made it that with like arnold or something it just wouldn't work as well it works that you have no idea who this guy is and he's just an old guy who doesn't even speak english pretty good yeah uh, was there anything left? Yeah, I got one more. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Beware, because so, I think um, I might see this this okay. week. Okay. Um, well, first of all, I'll tell you the the, the weird thing um, that I set, out, set it up with. Um, so I, I saw this movie uh, with my dad and my sister on Saturday. And when we got back home to my parents' house... Like my dad was just joking, and he said, "No, what what we miss today? Anything, anything in the news? You know, another mass shooting or anything?" And my mom's like, "No, not that I heard of." And then like flipped to the news, and it was like mass oh, shooting boy. at the mall, and it's like, "Oh my god, uh, what a what a horrible thing!" I think uh, I saw that too. I think it was the it was an Asian family, right? Well, there's like nine people that died. So like, they, so I know one yeah, of them was, was a was an Asian family of like four, where it was like yeah, the father died, the mother died, the like two-year-old died but then like the six-year-old survived or something it's like that's that's so shitty what state was that in texas that's what i thought yeah it's crazy i mean i never go to the mall anymore i don't know if a lot of people go to the malls that actually i guess uh, people still, still do they still exist I felt so. like the mall was like a really popular thing in the 90s though oh yeah oh yeah i mean you see those movies talk about just the mall what movie is that i'm thinking of mall rats or something there's a movie called mall rats yeah and it takes place at a mall the entire time but I don't know. Yeah, a lot of a lot of mall scenes in movies. Yeah, there is. It's a good place. It did. It was fun. Back in Once the upon a time, uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. A lot of mall in that movie. Used to be the That's thing to do. One. All right. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Uh, this is the the newest Marvel movie. It is the final Guardians of the Galaxy movie, um, most likely. Uh, James Gunn has moved on to run DC, their rival, uh, but he. Made this uh, one last one here. Um, so first of all, I think it's very good, very enjoyable. But I will talk about what I didn't like and what maybe is kind of weird. But I do want to make sure I did like this movie. I did enjoy it. Uh, so the, the premise here of this one, I don't want to give too much away. But essentially, it's a movie about Rocket, the uh, raccoon voiced by Bradley Cooper, uh, who gets injured in the beginning of the film and they have to like find out who created him to be able to 
heal him. That's that's the, the, the premise here. So he does end up getting sidelined for a big chunk of the movie. So there's a lot of backstory, a lot of flashbacks revealing how he was made, and that's really like a highlight of the movie. Um, but a good chunk of the movie, he's just not part of the team. Um, I think it's a very strange setup for a movie. That's like seems like a TV episode thing where it's like, ah, this character is, they might not make it, but we're going to show flashbacks, and then at the end they make it. It just seemed like a TV plot to me more than a movie, and especially for a final movie, it seemed a little weird. But, uh, you know, it, it works, and it is, I said that's probably the best stuff in the movie is this, revealing of you know how he came to be why is there a talking raccoon that's super smart that shoots weapons and is very angry um there had to be some sort of backstory there and they've hinted towards towards it um and yeah that ends up being the, the point of the movie um the the villain here is the high evolutionary who is uh, just a basically a mad scientist who's creating all these kind of crazy uh experiments creations um mm -hmm. including rocket but he's trying to create like the perfect being because you know people are flawed so if i can like make people perfect then i'd create a perfect society and um yeah it's a good sci-fi premise there um a weird part of this movie is it's it's very adult uh, some people some people have described it as dark i would say it's more adult than dark and i think the marvel movies have been for kids kids like these characters they like the talking tree and the talking raccoon that's cool I could not recommend taking like a nine-year-old kid to this. Uh, it's very violent. There's a lot of animal cruelty. Like I said, it's a, the mad scientist creating or testing animals and shit like that. And some really like horrific creations that you see that just like, this would, this would give me nightmares if I was a kid. Um, I think it just seems, it seems out of place with the great greater Marvel universe. But there are people who don't care about that. If you said you might go see this, you don't care where that it feels out of place from Ant-Man or something. Cause that's, so I think, I think that's a good thing that they allowed James Gunn to just make the movie he wanted to make, which is, uh, you know, much more adult, which since he, uh, if you don't remember the backstory, he was fired by Disney, um, because people pulled up some old tweets where he made like dark humor jokes. Now he's um, just killing animals in his movies. <laughs> well, that's, he's always had a dark sense of humor. That's where he came from. Um, but then he was rehired after, like they explained it, and all the all the, the whole cast came into his defense and said, "Yeah, he's a good guy. Don't worry about it. He made like dark humor, like the type of stuff that I'll say and stuff." Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, he he was like tweeting jokes like that, and like Disney's like, "That's not our brand." And I'm like, "Well, fuck you!" Like the guy makes you a ton of money, so in the yeah. end, they rehired him. <clears throat> um, but after he got fired, he he then made a movie for DC, the Suicide Squad movie from a couple years ago, and I love that movie. That's super violent and super adult, and that's. This is much closer to that movie than it is the previous. So what's this rated then? It's PG thirteen, but it is the hardest PG thirteen. Like it's borderline R. What would have made it go R then? Like what? What more would they have needed? Like a well, one nudity scene? <laughs> technically, one more fuck because this is the first time they say fuck in a Marvel movie. Uh, you're allowed to say it once in a PG thirteen movie. When did that change? Because I remember Spaceballs was PG. Yeah, wasn't that a bunch of fucks? I didn't have 13, I think, I back know. then. I don't know what the, the ruling is. It. Yeah, I don't think they but did I either. Think, so. uh, I think that's the rules. You can't say it more than once. And it also cannot be in the context of sex. Like, I'm going to fuck that girl. That's automatic <laughs> R. The raccoon's like... <laughs> yeah, it's an automatic R if you say that. Um, so it would be just like you trip down your stairs and you're like, fuck, this yeah, has been a hell of a or, Monday. 
this fucking guy and any of that kind of thing. Like, oh, like they that. walked into the house to an Italian family. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, That's funny. But yeah, those are, those are my like main two complaints. There is like rocket is a great character. It's a great center of movie around him, but you also miss a little bit of him being in, in the team. Uh, and then uh, it's just very, very weird. Um, there's a planet, a flesh planet, what? which is like, <laughs> Yeah, that's as gross. It's as gross as, as it sounds. What is it? A flesh planet. Flesh planet. Like a planet, they decide to make it out of oh. organic material rather than you know rocks and mud, <clears throat> and that is it is gross. But you know, it's interesting. I don't know. At least that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, it's crazy that this is a huge budget movie, and he's able to basically do what he wants and get get away with a, a lot of stuff, and you know. It's, I think a great ending ends up in a good place and I'm happy with it and it's fun. But um, if you have a kid who's like seven years old and loves all these movies, I would say maybe not. Maybe wait till they're 11. Good to know. <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, that was all it. Right. Well, you've been listening to episode 323 of the Tony Steak podcast. I'm Sean and joined with me. We had off road Andy. And yes, Tony thank Katz. you. Thank See you very you. much.